Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first uh, My Scotts Valley podcast. It's been a while that uh, we've had this idea, and in fact, <laughs> I've had a lot of discussions with a lot of people who travel over the hill, commute over the hill, or go for runs, go to the gym, or just do different things. They listen to podcasts, and they've been saying, you know, I just don't have a lot of time to read uh, a lot of things that are going on, and it'd be great to be able to do that commute and at the same time tune in and listening to what's happening in our little city of Scotts Valley, the good old 95066. My name is Robert Aldana, and I am the publisher of the My Scotts Valley Facebook page and MyScottsValley.com, and I'm also a resident of Scotts Valley since 1996, 23 years, and I'm happy to be here. I've talked to a few people and uh, got some great interest, so lo and behold, here we have it, the uh, My Scotts Valley podcast, which we're going to be doing on a weekly basis. There may be times when we do it a couple of times a week. It's just really going to depend on what's going on and the different topics at hand that need to be discussed, but I hope to bring you a good 20 to 30 minutes max uh, weekly of good information, uh, things that are going on in our city, in our town, and in our area. And when I say Scotts Valley, you know, obviously SLV encompasses a lot of Scotts Valley and Scotts Valley encompasses a lot of SLV. I know that we're kind of two different areas, but we're one and the same in my opinion. So I'm going to try and keep it all local and uh, things that'll interest both the Scotts Valley and also some SLV community members who are also part of the My Scotts Valley Facebook page. Um, if you haven't visited the Facebook page, it's at obviously uh, facebook.com forward slash my Scotts Valley. So a lot to talk about today, the very first program, a lot to talk about. But I want to just before I get started on that, I want to just invite you to email me robert at robertaldana.com. If you have like topics and things that you feel you want to have discussed or talked about, feel free to do that. If you have a local business or something going on, you'd like to be a guest on the show, email me robert at robertaldana.com. Dot com. So let's get started. A lot to talk about again, as I said. The first thing, the first topic I think is a really heavy one and one that's probably going to be getting a lot of traction as the uh, new year comes in of 2020, and that is the increase in sales tax uh, proposal. It hasn't been put forth yet. The city council has not, I don't think they have, at least I haven't heard that they have, agreed to what the... Um, actual amount is. But in case you haven't read or in case you don't know, our city has been operating on a deficit. It's been operating on deficit for quite some time. And if you look at, you know, what we have in terms of, and I say what we, and and let me just kind of preface this by saying this. When I say we, you know, I take ownership of my city. I live here. I don't work for the city. I don't work for the police department. I can't convince them to give me a badge just so that I can look cool when I go into places. <laughs> they won't do it. But I don't work for the city. I, I'm a resident. I, I love this city, this area, just like you do. And I have no um, nothing to gain when I say my city, because it is our city. It is our city. We should all take ownership of our city. So when we, we say, or when I say our city is operating at a deficit, I mean our city because I'm a member, uh, I'm not a member, but I'm a resident of Scotts Valley and have been here since uh, 1996 for 23 years. So yes, I have taken ownership in a sense of our community, of our city. So don't ever feel ashamed to say that, our city. And at the same time, always know when I say those words, I mean because I, I, I feel like this is my city just like it's your city. 
when we call it my Scotts Valley, it's your Scotts Valley too. <laughs> so let's let's get that out of the way. But but getting back to the situation at hand, the city's been operating at a pretty big deficit for some time now, and uh, the deficit is expected to increase to two to maybe three million dollars over the next couple three years. And here's the issue: at some point, you have to fish or cut bait. And what I mean by that is. There comes a time where you just can't squeeze water out of a rock. There comes a time when you say to yourself, you know what? I have to make some changes um, because in our budget, for example, in at your home, if you continue to spend a lot more than what you're bringing in, there's going to come a point where you're going to say, you know what? I can't do this anymore. We got to sell the house or we got to you know, sell the cars or we got to liquidate whatever we have. That's just the way it works. Same thing is going on with the city of Scotts Valley, and our city is operating at a pretty big deficit. And how do you fix that? I don't know that there's one fix, but one of the fixes that they've been talking about and city council has been talking about and is a hot topic is the sales tax increase. We don't know what that's going to be, whether it's going to be half a percent or three quarters of a percent or whatever it's going to be. I, at this moment of of doing this podcast, I don't have the answer as to what it's going to be, but it's a very, um, okay, let me just say this. I don't have a lot of money laying around where I'm just looking for things to spend it on like taxes. I really don't, okay? I don't sit here and try to think of ways to to pay more taxes. I don't think anybody does, right? We all just want to pay our fair share of taxes. So it's not something that I'm excited about talking about. But I got to tell you, if we don't have this increase in sales tax, If we can't make that happen, believe me when I tell you, there's going to be some cutting of different services and different things that are going to need to be extinguished. And last night, Wednesday night, today's uh, August, or not August, what the heck am I talking about? I can't believe how quick uh, time has passed. Today's November 21st, on the 20th of November, I put a post up um, discussing it. And one of the things I talked about was, What's going to happen with our police department? If we don't have the money to pay for it, how are we going to have it? Right now, we're at a deficit, and it, we're, there's going to come a point where we can no longer operate on that deficit. The police department encompasses approximately $5 million a year. And sure, if you don't pass this sales tax, what do you expect the city to do? What do you expect... Where do you expect them to pull a rabbit out of their hat? I get the feeling, and I've been like talking to various people around town, and I, and I get the feeling, this is just me talking, that one of the things that's in the discussions or in the thoughts is that maybe we need to move from the Scotts Valley Police Department into contracting with the Sheriff's Department. That's a very viable I don't know if viable is the word, but that's a very real possibility if we don't have the money. Because again, at some point, you have to fish or cut bait. You can't continue to operate without the money and the funds. You can't operate a department if you don't have that money. You just can't. The numbers don't match up. They don't align. They don't meet up. And I had to tell you that, to me, the quality of life in Scotts Valley is enhanced by so many things. One of them is our amazing schools. We got great schools. We know that. 
Okay, we know that. We know that we're underfunded uh, by the state of California, Department of Education. We know that we're underfunded. I mean, uh, my wife and I, we're, we work real hard to raise funds for our schools, not just for our schools, but all schools. And, uh, and I'm not, it's just not us. A, a ton of people. There are so many amazing people in this community, parents and teachers and everybody who work together to raise money to provide our kids the things they need to. And even if our schools are underfunded, they're still some of the best schools in the state. So that in itself makes us a great community. But you know what else makes us a great community? We have the lowest crime rate in the entire county. Did you know that? We have the lowest crime rate in the entire county. How does feeling safe appeal to you? How important is it to feel safe in your community. It's huge. It is absolutely huge. Not a knock whatsoever. Man, we really appreciate the Santa Cruz County Sheriff's Department. We do. Those guys and those gals, the, the men and women of the Sheriff's Department are amazing. We work, I, I'm, we work again, I'm talking about the police department, um, Scottsville Police Department works together with them on so many different fronts and different things. And we appreciate them. But they are understaffed. So, you know, there was a report that came out that talked about the response time for the police coming to your home after you've made a phone call is somewhere around two minutes. It might even be a little bit under two minutes. That's crazy. That's incredible. That makes me feel, as a Scotts Valley citizen, that makes me feel a thousand times safer. If we contract out... You better forget about those two minutes. That's not going to happen. And I will say it one more time because I just want to make sure I want to drive this point home. This is in no way indicative of my feelings of the Sheriff's Department. They're a wonderful organization, but they just don't have enough uh, staff to handle the entire needs of Santa Cruz County because it's not going to be just here. They're going to be taking care of the rest of the county. So losing our police department is a possibility. And in our post last night, got a couple of people said, no, it's not. It's it's a scare tactic. It's not a scare tactic. It's not. I've talked to enough people. I have sat down with people. I've done the numbers. And really, in fact, there was a great, there was a great um, analogy on that post by um, David Rosen, who kind of put it all together, right? And I was like, hey, if we don't have the money, where is it going to come from? Who are you going to cut? The PD. So, but let's not just talk about the police department Although that's a huge factor in me being one of the people that gives a thumbs up for the increase in sales tax. When I say thumbs up, I mean approval, not thumbs up like, yay, more sales tax. No, I just mean, yes, I will pay whether it's $150, $200 more per year in taxes or $200, $300. I don't know what that number is, but I'll pay it to feel safer in my community. But aside from the department, our city is operating at a massive deficit, and something has got to give really soon. I believe that what city council needs to do is they need to first decide how much of an increase do they need. They need to do the math and figure it out. And then once they decide what that increase is going to be, whether it's half percent, three quarters percent, whatever it is, once they make that determination, they have to break it down into dollars, like how much is it going to cost per family? Because I'm one of those guys where I'm a numbers guy. I like to know, hey, how much is it going to cost me every year? 
If it's a couple $300 a, a year, it's less than a dollar a day. Would I pay a dollar a day to have incredible you know, safety and feel better about our community? Absolutely. A thousand times over. For my kids, for everyone else's kids, for my family, for everybody else's family, absolutely. So bottom line, I believe the numbers need to be put into play so that people understand and know what they're paying, what it's costing them. And then there also needs to be a plan moving forward. Like, okay, we got this part covered. Because from what I understand, if we were to pass a sales tax increase, it would barely cover what we have. You know, that increase would barely cover what we have in expenses as a city. We're still operating extremely lean. It would be great to see a plan. Like, okay, from this point forward, this is what we're going to start doing to bring in more revenue to the city. Now, we know a lot of retail is dead. I don't believe that all retail is dead because there's a lot of thriving communities that uh, are thriving um, shopping centers that are doing well. And then there's some that aren't. I don't believe that retail is dead. I think it's hurting big time, obviously. That's no secret. But I, it would be great to know what we as a city or what the city leaders have in store in terms of how they're going to increase the revenue stream to our city. More restaurants, more dining that's, you know, that, that brings in money. You know, obviously, you know, it'd be really awesome. A beer 30 type of an establishment in Scotts Valley. That would be amazing. People can hang out. Why are we continuing to take our money out of the area? Why are we going to beer 30? Why are we going to other places like Swift uh, Street restaurants? Why are we doing that? Because we don't have it here. So it's kind of like the the dog chasing the tail where it's like, Okay, well, we want to spend our money here, but we don't have it here, so we're spending it somewhere else. Well, we can't build something here because people aren't spending their money here. Well, they're not spending their money here because there's nothing here to spend it on. Let me take that. Let me just go backwards a little bit. It's no offense. We're big supporters of. We love, you know, we Bruno's. We love a Toro Sushi. All the all the eight or nine different sushi places. We love those. <laughs> okay, maybe eight, not eight or nine. You know, we, we're constant visitors at Giatella's, Two Doors, um, you know, all these places, Malone's. We're big supporters of them. But it'd be great to have a little bit more variety. And we would keep our money more in Scotts Valley if there was more to spend it on in terms of selection. And I think that a plan needs to be put in play. In order for us to really seriously consider a sales tax increase, a plan needs to be put into play. So that we know moving forward, okay, we fixed, maybe not fixed it. We've made some adjustments that are going to get us through to pay our bills, to have our police department, to have other things that we have in our city. We're going to have them. We're going to do that so we can have them. But moving forward, we need a little bit more because if you go to City Hall, there's it's like a ghost town in there. There's very few people that work there. The people there are awesome, amazing. I love working with them in so many different departments. But they're 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 not fully staffed. Our city manager is probably doing like three or four different people's jobs. <laughs> That's a fact. So therein lies the importance of not just not just making it. There's that commercial that said just okay is not okay. It's kind of the same thing here. Just okay, just enough to pay what we have now is okay, but just okay is not okay. We got to be able to bring in more revenue streams and and figure out a way to bring in more money to our city and. I'm a big proponent of the increase in sales tax because I don't know that there 
is a better way at the moment. And this is going to get us through what we need to protect. I had a meeting with Jack Dillis, the mayor of Scotts Valley. And he, I love the word that he said. He said, Robert, we, just, we need to protect what we have. And that is true. We need to protect it. So more and more is going to be discussed on that topic. I think I'm going to, I'm going to do my best to get a couple of the city leaders on the show and, and talk a little bit more about it. Maybe if I can get a little time with uh, um, Tina Friend, which is a city manager, maybe can, she can come on and chat with me for a little bit and chat with all of us. It'd be great to hear the scoop. Um, I, I, again, you know, this is a topic that's going to be a, a, a very talked about topic over the next few months. It's as, this is about as important of a topic as it gets. And we need to start talking about it. And this is not a scare tactic. It's not. It's, it isn't. This is a reality. And if people put their heads in the sand and say, no, it's just a scare tactic. It's, nothing's going to happen. Gosh, I hate to break it to you, but <laughs> you're right. Nothing's going to happen. We're going to continue on this path. And at some point, you know, we're going to have a big problem if we don't already. So moving on. Kmart Shopping Center, Kmart's leaving us. They said February 2020. Why can't we get like a Abbott Square in there? Why can't? See, I had heard discussions. And, you know, here's here's the deal. A couple people that I've talked to that are somewhat in the know of that shopping center still don't know what's going to go on. Unless I'm missing something or there's some information that I haven't been able to uncover. As of this moment, I'm not sure that people know what's going to go on once Kmart closes if I'm the property owner, I'm fixing the place up. I'm doing some landscaping, getting it all pretty and dolled up. And I'm telling you what, I'm putting four, five, six different restaurants in there. Make it like an Abbott Square. That place is perfect. It's a perfect place for us to have restaurants, for us to have some entertainment there. It's right on Mount Hermon Road, which is like the second or third. And I think it's the second most traveled street, most trafficked street in the entire county. That's why housing doesn't work on that street. That's the crown jewel. You've got Mount Hermon Road that's taking people from 17 to SLV and Scotts Valley. You put together a really nice Abbott Square type of a, a project, some restaurants, dining, different things in there. Fix it up. You got yourself a moneymaker for the city, a revenue stream for the city. But you know what else? You got a place for all of us parents, our date nights, take our, take our kids over there for pizza, whatever it is that they're going to be serving at those restaurants, that's a great location. If I'm the owner of that property, man, I'm, I'm really thinking about that. And I'm thinking of putting something really super special there. There was talk about somebody said a dollar tree or a dollar store is going to be going in there. There's already a dollar store. And I'm going to say, no, let's not have a bigger dollar store. The current dollar store that's in there is awesome. We're there all the time. You could be a rock star to your kids. Spend $20 on both kids and you bought them each 10 toys. I'm not kidding you. They got some great stuff in there. But we don't need an entire building of Dollar Store. That's a great place to do business and shop in. It really is. I, I love going there. But we just don't need the whole entire center to be a Dollar Store center. So hopefully there's some plans in the works and uh, or discussions going on. I'm going to chat with the leaders of city of Scotts Valley to find a, hey, what, who are you reaching out to? Who are you talking to? That'd be great to know. People want to Trader Joe's, but I got to tell you, Trader Joe's doesn't want to come here. At the moment, they don't. Will they change your mind? Maybe. I don't know that they will, but the talk has been in the past that they're not interested in coming here. People want Target. 
Target's not coming here. Target had an opportunity to be here, and they wanted that uh, Target to be to the left of the Scotts Valley Hilton in between the uh, Montefiore development and Scotts Valley Hilton. That at one point was a discussion, and that got shot down. So Target's not coming. Okay, Target's not coming. I don't know that Trader Joe's is coming. It'd be great to have like a home goods store or uh, something cool that we can all you know, do business with in there. I still think the number one thing that we should have in there is a great resource of various different restaurants. It'd be cool to have them there. And uh, so I'm going to reach out to the city leaders to see what they're doing, who they're talking to. It'd be great to know because I'm sure they are as interested and motivated just like any, everybody else is in uh, having that come to fruition in terms of bringing in some type of entertainment and dining and so forth. So that's going to be a topic that'll get hotter and hotter, I think, over the next few months before Kmart closes. It'd be great to have something, something, you know, in the works so that uh, we can all take advantage of that, which the hangar is going to be coming up. Yes, the hangar is going to be coming up. They're going to build it. It's that uh, development behind Kmart. I've talked to the builder on numerous occasions. There's been holdups. There has. But they're still moving forward. They are going to build the hangar. And that's going to be probably a couple of restaurants and a little bit of a center there. And I'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to bring in. And I'll follow up more. Maybe I'll have uh, one of the guys, maybe I'll have Corbett up here with me on one of the next shows, just kind of chatting about the hangar. It'd be great to know what their plans are and what they have coming up. But it's just got so much to talk about. And I'll, I'll touch uh, base on a few more things on the next program. One of the things I want to talk about in the next program is the Marriott Hotel that hasn't gotten started. You know, we got this approved a few years ago and thought that this was going to be a great revenue source of a couple hundred, three hundred thousand dollars at least. We thought that was going to bring two fifty, three hundred thousand dollars to the city by having the Marriott Hotel approved. And since then, it's been nothing but crickets. There's nothing going on over there that I know of um, in terms of building. Now, if there's discussions going on in the background, maybe there is. I don't know. But it's been three years, guys. Let's get this done or let's move on. Um, so I'm looking forward to hearing what's going on with the Marriott Hotel in the near future because, you know, when we talk about having hotels and things being built that are going to bring us money, we need to make sure that we're, you know, going to be in a situation where the projects are going to be completed. The Four Point Sheraton, which is a beautiful hotel, you know, it had its hiccups and hangups for a couple, three years. And we got to make sure that when we approve things, uh, we're approving things that there's resources to build them. So that we don't spend a lot of time and energy approving things that don't ever get built. We got plenty of plenty of other things to focus our attention on. If, we, if we're going to continue to put our attention on things that aren't going to happen, let's move on to things that are going to happen. I'd love to hear the topics that you want to talk about. One of the topics we'll be talking about in the near future will obviously be the, the power outages, the power situation that we've had to endure uh, for the safety of our areas uh, due to the wildfires that have um, come into play and have been deadly wildfires. What a sad, I mean, truly sad situation in different parts of our state in Southern California and Northern California. So, you know, we'll be talking about that sometime in the near future. Uh, but just really so much going on in our beautiful little city and community, Scotts Valley, SLV. So much happening. Um, speaking of happening, going to be a great event coming up, which is going to be the Light Up the Night Christmas tree event that is put on by the Scotts Valley Advocates coming Saturday, December 7th from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. at the Scotts Valley Community Center. That's always a lot of fun. 
Okay. And if you get an opportunity, visit the events calendar on the myscottsvalley.com uh, website. It's myscottsvalley.com forward slash events. A lot of different events and things going on throughout the holidays, and we're going to do our best to always post what we know it's coming up. But here's here's one thing that's coming up also, and that is the Secret Santa program. We've been doing that for like two or three years in a row. It's been so awesome to meet so many families. And you know what else is awesome? All of you. All of you who contribute, all of you who are part of that and make it a success, you've made a difference in so many people's lives. And um, the Secret Santa program will kick off right after Thanksgiving. We're going to put it back on My Scotts Valley Facebook page. And basically what that is is for families who are in need of a little bit of help or a lot of help during the holiday seasons, even though I always believe like Mother's Day should be every day, right? We should be helping people every day, not just during the holidays. But for the time being, we got the Secret Santa program coming up right after Thanksgiving, and we're going to probably get a dozen to 15 different families that are going to be in need of so many different things. Thank you all who contribute every single year, who make a difference in people's lives, because you do. You make a tremendous difference by being a part of this, and um, it's all about what you can do for others that enhances their lives is what enriches your life. I truly believe that. So I'll be looking forward to chatting a little bit more about that next week. But look for that on the Facebook page, My Scotts Valley Facebook page. And honestly, really, just, just check out the events calendar on MyScottsValley.com. A lot of different stuff's going to be going on. Um, and hopefully they'll be posting it. If you have an event going on, you need to post it on there. There's been over 3,000 events that have been posted on there. And that's where people go to find out what's happening. So in any case, hey, got to wrap it up. I promised you I'd keep it to <laughs> under 30 minutes, and we're pretty much there. Thank you for tuning in to our very first podcast. Hope you found it useful. And I look forward to bringing you more content every single week on different things that are happening, different events, and also getting guests on the program to talk about the hot topics in and around our area. So if you have not visited our Facebook page, check it out at facebook.com forward slash Valley. I'll get a lot of content for these podcasts from there. But also email me. If you want to chat with me, you you got a suggestions or a suggestion or a comment, email Robert at RobertAldana.com and I promise to get back to you as soon as I can. I want to thank you all for tuning in. Hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving coming up and make it a great day. And of course, always thank you for being a part of this special community, which I always like to spell with a capital U-N-I-T-Y, because you can't have community without unity. My name is Robert Aldana, and I am always at your service. Make it a great day, everyone. And I'm going to be the first to say happy holidays. Happy holidays.